Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Massive show laid out in front of you for you this Friday evening. Josh Blue, comedian, will join us live in studio in just a second. Alex Borstein, the voice of Lois on Family Guy, will join us, as will David Nicholas, president and founder of Nicholas Wealth Management. Uh, we got any, we got all topics, all bases covered tonight on the Mark Aram Show on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram, WSB, Instagram Mark Aram. Um, if you don't have plans this weekend, you do now. You're going to the Punchline, the new location in Buckhead at the uh, diner, the Landmark Diner. It's a landmark and it's a landmark diner, and it is the uh, home this weekend of our buddy Josh Blue. Josh, welcome back to the program, buddy. Well, good evening. How's how's it been? It's about been about a year, I guess, since we've seen you, right? Great, man. Just been living the dream. Yeah. Over here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I uh, just got here from Denver where I live and uh, happy to make people laugh. Can I ask you a question? Go on. As as a Denver resident, uh-huh. what the hell happened with Brock Osweiler and that whole situation where, you know, he was going to be the heir apparent to Peyton Manning and then next thing you know, he signs with the Houston Texans? Uh, well, we fumbled that one, didn't we? Indeed, <laughs> you did, my friend. He was a good quarterback. I'm a little disappointed. But you know, it wasn't even like for it was like two million dollars more over the life of the contract. But if you look at it, we did win the Super Bowl without a quarterback this time <laughs> around. Too, so. Good point. De- a defensive uh, Super Bowl. That's the so, best defensive team I've ever seen. It's, it was amazing. Like the 85 Bears oh, or the 86 Giants were terrifying. terrible. Terrifying. So how long have you lived in Denver? About 15 years. Okay, so you've been there a while. Yeah. Is that uh, the lead up to this Super Bowl, is that as crazy as you've seen that town in the 15 years you've been there? Was that the most hype they would have been about something? I think so. I mean, I think people were a little worried about Peyton the whole way through, so I, I think people didn't get their hopes up too sure. high because he couldn't throw more than eight yards. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have cerebral palsy, and I can throw far. Really. <laughs> uh. uh, they, you know, they were talking about HGH, and they never diagnosed Peyton with possibly having cerebral palsy. Maybe that, that might have been it. That, that, that might have been he it. He probably would throw farther if he did have it. So. Were you? All right, so you've been on the show before. We talked about um, your uh, ailment. What are we calling it? A disability? Well, disability. Disability. Is, you know, whatever it is. As a kid... Were you were you always the last person chosen on on playground stuff? Uh, no, you know what, man. I'm, I've always been really fast and really quick. Uh, I actually was a neighborhood uh, star in the street football. Like I, because a lot of times people would just underestimate. Sure, me. yeah. Oh, we don't have to cover the cripple kid and then <laughs> high stepping in my fifth <laughs> touchdown. They're like, okay, man, we should cover that kid. <laughs> that's our. So that's good. I, I I mean, not that it matters to you. At, at this age, how old are you now? 32? 37, 33. Man. You look fantastic. Oh, you're a good liar. Thank but, you. But things like that, I would imagine, uh, Jamie Bennell from The Punchline, are there ever things that happened when you were a kid that you got embarrassed about that you know still you think about to this day? Like I remember passing a note to a girl in middle school. You know That's how you'd ask yeah. girls out. 
yeah. you give her a note, would you go out with me, check yes or no? Uh, and she's, she laughed at me and th- didn't even check the number, just threw the freaking... That's and hilarious. that still bothers me, and yeah, I'm 42 years old. I was reminded of one actually yesterday. Okay. My daughter was learning how to uh, take blood pressure in class for school. Okay. And I remember in fifth grade, first aid... The teacher used my uh, upper arm as a pulse point demonstration, and uh, it made me throw up on my desk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Something about it to where she pushed the thing. I got a little queasy, and and I hadn't thought about it really. Hold on, hold. She's not taking blood. No, no. She's not using needles. No. She put her hand on your bicep. Yep. And you threw up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Right on the desk. Whoa. I mm-hmm. feel better about Tia Anzalotti turning Whoa. me yeah. down for a date yeah. than that. It was, uh, than it was that. a rough one. Were and, you the last one picked off in this I think after that, yeah, I think after that, my... That's that's something where you yeah. might even just go ahead and transfer schools at that point. Yeah. Uh, oh, there are certain things. Well, you throw up on the school nurse. Yeah. You're like, all right, yeah. got to get out of this you know, school. You know what the worst thing is for the kid who has an embarrassing thing happen and then can't transfer schools? Mm-hmm. Uh, homeschooled. Uh, they're stuck, right? There That's is right. No, there is no leaving campus. You, you can't. Right? You're uh, done. There's no transfer. Unless so maybe your parents are divorced. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to transfer to dad's campus. Wanna, the school go, broke up. Uh, I want to go to dad's school. Uh, yeah. We talked about this last night on the show. Um, I don't know if you have a comment on this, Josh. The Adam LaRoche story, oh. where Chicago White Sox first baseman he used to play for the Braves, and that's how I know him. Um, his kid used to bring his kid. He's homeschooled. This kid is homeschooled. He used to bring him to the locker room every day with the White Sox. Every day. And the general manager asked him this year, hey, can you scale back? Maybe not every day, maybe every other day. Right. You know, we're trying to prepare to, to win a pennant here. Right. And Adam LaRoche says, I'm just going to retire. And he left $13 million on the table because he didn't want to acquiesce to the uh, general manager, wow. um, which is, I guess, a very bold move by him. Uh, but I don't blame either, anyone in this situation. The, you know, oh. the White Sox, they want to win. So, Well, you can't have a kid in the locker room. Every day, Every yeah. Every day, you know. The, uh, well, he must have a lot of other million dollars. He does. Stored up. 72, I think, is So, yeah, earnings. so, yeah, I would just quit, too, probably. If, if you had, do you have a son, a daughter? I have both, yeah. Would you take them on the road with you? Hell no. <laughs> exactly. In the green room? I mean, uh, I Every have. show? Every show. I mean, they've been to a couple shows, yeah. but they are not good audience members. I know that much. <laughs> they don't get your they stuff? They will heckle the <laughs> heck out of me. Daddy, I'm hungry. Okay, I'm dead doing something right now. How old are your kids? Uh, my boy just turned eight, and my girl will be six in May. Excellent. And do they, I would imagine as a comedian, they provide great material for That's you. That's the only reason I had them. <laughs> a double write-off. Yeah. Not only boom, to write boom. them off, but a work-related write-off. Exactly. Very cool. Um, what's the toughest thing about being a dad and being a comedian on the road? Uh, you know, it's um, just to travel. You know, I'm gone four days a week, mm-hmm. so... Like, but uh, it's all they've ever known, so yeah. this is their life. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like dad's a traveling salesman. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's gone. Uh, do you like so in twenty sixteen now? Twenty sixteen. Wow. Louise. Do you, do you uh, FaceTime? Is that the thing to keep in touch with the kids? Or yeah, I just uh, pretend like I don't have kids when I'm on the road. <laughs> I just go out horn. Yeah, just yeah. forget about it. Easy enough, easy enough. Have you ever taken them on the road with you to a like a New York City or or a San Francisco someplace cool usually, just so they get the experience of that town? Usually it's like Orlando and I'll take them to Disney and oh, stuff like cool. that, you know, but you know, they got no place in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, very cool. Uh, Josh Blue is in studio. He is at the Punchline this weekend. Tickets available at uh, punchline.com. Or, of course, you can call 404-252-5233. If you are a speller on your phone, it is L-A. F-A. I didn't know if they were going to let you keep the phone when you moved locations, the same phone You number. know, technology has changed a lot. Yeah. Uh, and it's almost like you can hold on to your phone. And I find that people now keep their... Remember how, like, you the first thing you did when you got to town is ditch your out-of-town cell phone number? Sure. Not anymore? No. Well, I've got friends living in Ohio still with an Atlanta phone, living in Los Angeles sure. still with an Atlanta phone number. Yeah. Um, you kind of, It doesn't you know, matter anymore. Really. Repping the uh, area code. Exactly. All right. Um, had, so have you been? Uh, were, so this is Friday night. Were you in town yesterday? Did you perform at the new location? I did not. All so right. This so this is, is the first first time Friday night's gonna be the first time I'm you're. Uh, it's fantastic, by the way. I heard good things. You're gonna be blown away. I hope so. The Spanakovita, delicious. Really? Yes. All right. It's not, a really comprehensive. Not too many comedy <laughs> clubs are known for their Spanakovita. <laughs> no, and and uh, that's why we're trying to be very niche. It's, you know? it's <laughs> it is the. And I, I really think you should latch on to this, Jamie. The, the largest menu of a comedy club on the planet. Really? I, I did the research on this. There's one in Dubai. There's a comedy club in Dubai that has nine fewer items on its menu than you do. <laughs> but you have the most options for a comedy club menu on the planet. Is Are people from Dubai Dubanians? What's the... Um, I don't know if we should talk about this. Well, they're going to have to step it up. <laughs> they're going to have to, you know, come correct. Comedy's big in Dubai. Items. I do know that. Oh yeah, yeah. The the oil folks they love the comedy. They love to uh, laugh. Exactly. Have you ever performed uh, over overseas or not in Dubai? Not in Dubai. I uh, last year did a sh- couple shows in Iceland. Ooh, Reykjavik. Awesome. Yeah, beautiful, cool country, and the. Uh, it was really funny is there was like four other comics on there and they all did their show in Icelandic and then I went <laughs> on like seems like you guys are enjoying this I don't know how did you wind up doing that a, a show how did you get that hooked up with that they reached out to me uh, yeah. it was a great gig paid for my flight paid me well and then I uh, actually tied in a speaking engagement oh very as cool well, which was great so I would assume most people know you from last comic standing is that is that That's where you got the, the biggest initial, notoriety the initial burst of fame but uh i have the our showtime special on netflix right now and i oh, gotta say cool. that has been amazing for me it's have you been watching billions on showtime uh-uh omg jamie i keep meaning to start it and haven't yet is dude. it worth it dude 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 seriously yeah seriously, phenomenal dude. yeah uh paul giamatti Right, yeah. plays a district attorney, federal mm-hmm. d- DA, whatever, like a big high-powered lawyer, and the the redheaded guy from Homeland, and Band of Brothers mm-hmm. is like this billionaire, dirty stock Just trading dirty. guy. Yeah, it is it is superb, hmm. superb it looks show. Good. I'll yeah. have to check it out. So I've you get showtime for billions and for Josh's comedy special. That's the well, you know, it's interesting, and we've seen it mentioning Netflix. Netflix uh, has proved to be extremely. Uh, comedy special friendly, sure, yeah, and it really is a huge because people will binge watch the specials, yeah. So it's really been great for a lot of comics to be able to get on. Not there too many people binge watching my traffic reports on Channel Two every morning. We got to work on that. Can I get my traffic on Netflix? Yeah, 
We could work a deal. Wouldn't it be great if we could binge watch stuff like that? <laughs> yes. Just I love this one. Karen Mitting doing nine hours yeah. straight of, of What's weather. What's the next one? Yeah, you, What's the next, the next one? You nailed it last Wednesday, man. <laughs> Thank you, bud. I appreciate it. Uh, Josh Blue in studio is at the Punchline this weekend. Uh, we're going to come right back. Uh, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. Josh, you on Twitter? Oh, yeah. Josh Blue Comedy. Josh Blue Comedy. That's Jamie's on Twitter, at... We're at Punchline Comedy, yeah. but I think I'm going to start a personal one. I think you need to. Yeah, it's all intermingled. Spread your wings. Spread your wings and fly, fly little young birdie. Uh, we'll be right back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the program. Mark Aram at your Beck and Call Till Midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Josh Blue in studio. He is at the Punchline Comedy Club this weekend. Tickets available online at punchline.com. <laughs> you do that so well. You do that so well. And it's the new Punchline location. If you haven't been, check it out. Buckhead, uh, the Landmark Diner location. Fantastic food, fantastic atmosphere, and this weekend, a fantastic comic. In the past, not always fantastic comics, but this weekend, Josh is there. Ta-da. Fantastic! No, look, look at that. I, I would assume <laughs> that one might quibble with some of our choices over never, the years, never. but generally speaking, we book funny. Never, and yeah. so it's really a uh, it's a safe bet. Yeah, and I've seen Josh perform; he's fantastic. Folks want to know more about you, Josh. Follow you. What? Well, how can we get in touch with yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, my website's joshblue.com, and then uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram is all Josh Blue Comedy. So, any one of the social media platforms that you pref- prefer? Uh, I'm uh, heading up to about a million followers on Facebook right wow, now, which dude, is that's, pretty cool. And that's the the farthest reaching one. I mean, yeah. you get the most interaction on that. Yeah, and so that's there's a sick, lot of dude. Brilliant people out there that comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> What did they say? Someone said the uh, the election this year is like reading the comment section of uh, something online. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I we were t- talking in the car on the way in that it feels there is a little bit of a uh, high school student congress it's vibe to it. To be like, dude, seriously, we're going to get more recess and there's going to be a cook <laughs> machine in every classroom. Oh, <laughs> uh, for that guy. Yeah, like the speech from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, election. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. a good flick. Yeah, maybe we'll do that in movie Monday. School that would be great. Yes, yeah, right. yeah, school election. Very cool. All right, Josh, as always, great to see you, my friend. Enjoy your time in Atlanta. Tell all the folks in Denver, congrats on the Super Bowl. Well, and uh, give your uh, daughter and your son a hug and kiss for me. All right, well, thanks for having me on. All right, buddy. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert. The WSB 24 hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it.
Welcome back to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram with you till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Thanks for the always hilarious comedian Josh Blue joining us last half hour. He's at the Punchline this weekend. Coming up next half hour, the voice of Lois from Family Guy, Alex Borstein, will join us on the program. Uh, but we want to put a couple of uh, meat in between the two potatoes tonight. And the meat is in the form of... David Nicholas, that was weird. I don't mean to call you like meat, <laughs> we'll take a piece it. of we'll meat, take it. but you know we we have fun, we have entertaining, and now we're going to take care of folks' finance. Uh, David Nicholas, first off, let me welcome you to WSB Radio. Thank you, Mark. Thank you will you. be starting your own show tomorrow night, Saturday night, from eight to nine p.m. Dealing with all things financial related fiscal kind of stuff Uh, yeah all the boring stuff that no one ever wants to talk about (laughs) right but no yeah we'll be covering a lot of issues mark uh financial issues investment issues even the political issues that affect uh retirees investors Uh, a year like we're in now with the political climate uh the the way the markets have seen extreme volatility over the last year we're going to talk about all these issues and how they affect individuals but primarily those that are close to retirement and and where they're going to need and depend on their money uh to last well, as I told you off air, I'm hopefully close to retirement, five years away. But uh, a large number of the listeners certainly are getting to that age or that point in life where retirement is something they're, you know, hoping to get taken care of. So for the folks listening now that that might be a few years away from retirement, um, any advice you can give them or any, uh, you know, a heads up on, hey, you shouldn't be doing this or you should be doing that kind of thing? Uh, absolutely, Mark. So it's funny when we're even maybe the stage where you're at now, you've probably been putting money away in a 401k, putting money away in a 401k. You don't really think about it, mm-hmm. right? It's just kind of on autopilot. It goes. And then all of a sudden you get to the stage of life where you have a realization of, okay, all of these years of spent putting money away, saving. Now what do I do? Uh, And I think Wall Street does a tremendous job of helping us grow our money. Mm -hmm. But where I think Wall Street drops the ball a little bit is helping us turn that uh, portfolio that we have into a retirement income. And so the best thing I can tell uh, those that are within that five years of retirement Mm -hmm. is really to start to consider how much risk am I taking in my portfolio? Because I'll tell you, we've had an amazing run over the last seven years. One of the longest bull markets we've had in, in 50 years. But we really have to take a hard look. Are we taking too much risk in our portfolio? Because if we are, and God forbid we have another big market correction. You know, Mark, it may mean retirement in five years, but that may mean now retirement in eight years or 10 years uh, if we take a big market correction. So that's what we want investors to avoid. Talking to David Nicholas, the president and founder of Nicholas Wealth Management. New addition to the WSB talk lineup. He'll be on Saturday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. So let's use me an example. Um, I, I, I truly want to retire in five years. Um, I've, I've been doing exactly what you would say. I've been saving money, uh, pumping the 401k. I've got the pension for when I'm oh, you know, great. extremely old. Um, what should my, let's just say my 401k mix right now, what, what should my ideal mix be five years out for retirement where my money is? Yeah. And I'll tell you, Mark, you're, you're probably more successful than a lot of the listeners right now, but you've done well, you've worked hard, a lot of successful listeners. I would say that you're in a position to where you still want to get those next five years of growth, which are going to be very important, but you don't want to overly allocate to equities. And I'll give you an example. Uh, anyone that's over the age, if you're listening right now, you're over the age of 50 years old, 55 years old, I would say at least 30% of your portfolio should be in a place where you can't lose it due to the market. So that would be more in a bond, bond portfolio. Fund, okay. Absolutely. Uh, 
it's important to get growth over the next five years, but you have to start thinking in safety. You have to start thinking ways that I can preserve and protect. So I would give you an example, Mark, just where you're at. I would say a 70-30 mix, meaning 70% in equities, 30% in bonds would okay. be very appropriate for you. And every year as you get older, you're going to want to rebalance that a little bit more over to bonds. So that, that's point. interesting you say that. So right now I'm currently at an 80-20 mix. Okay. So 80 okay. stocks, 20 bonds. But up until a couple of years ago, I was 100% stocks and no bonds. So a majority of my holdings right now are in um, total market indexes, international funds, uh, small cap funds. Should I take some of that money that has has done phenomenally well for me, as you mentioned, the last seven years, amazing growth, do I transfer that to a bond fund now or do I let that sit in the pool where it is and just up the bond intake. Yeah, so I would always tell you, you take some of the risk off the table at this point and mm-hmm. ID your your assets and and look at the ones that may not perform well over the next 5 years. You mentioned internationals. The US right now I think is the leader globally. I don't think we're going to see the growth internationally. So your the exposure that you have to internationals right now, I don't think that would be a big loss to your portfolio to transition some of that over to the bonds at this point because really you want to lock in these gains that you've made over the last 7 years, get into an asset class is going to give you a little bit more capital preservation going forward. So transfer some of that international fund money uh, to the bond funds and maybe a little back to the, to the total stock market index kind of thing? Uh, absolutely. And you know, it's all about, you have to personalize it based on what your goals are and where you are at in the stage of, of that retirement cycle. But yeah, I would think lowering exposures to international, because if you look globally, you know, we're going to actually talk about it on the show this weekend. One of the things we're, we're going to look at is, are we on the verge of a global slowdown? Uh, the U.S. looks pretty good mm-hmm. in the uh, when we compare it to other countries, but that means international sectors going forward are probably going to be the ones that are going to struggle. So I've got a good friend of mine. His name's Vic, 70 years old. Mm-hmm. He's retired, living a good life. Um, he's, he's developed, um, he's got a nice nest egg for himself. Mm-hmm. Probably eight-figure nest egg. Well. Um, and I'm worried about him because he is still playing the market. Hmm. At seventy years old, I mean, he's healthy. He's gonna, but he he's he'll call me up and be like, "Can you believe Apple went down two dollars?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Vic, get the hell out of the market, <laughs> yeah, man! You're yeah, seventy years old. Yeah. I want to inherit that money." Yeah, yeah. What? That's at seventy. He shouldn't be. 100% in the market, right? No, no, absolutely not. But the problem is many people just think all, their only option is Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to talk about on the show is you have other options besides Wall Street. I'll give you an example. Someone age 70, whenever we're working with clients at that stage, they've done well, they've worked hard, they saved what they have. You want to start peeling off some of that money off Wall Street and start looking at different products or strategies that will guarantee principal. I'll give you an example. There, there are types of annuities out there. I am not a fan of a lot of annuities. The only type I like is a guaranteed fixed annuity mm-hmm. that preserves your capital, gets you a reasonable rate of return, but you're eliminating the stock market risk. Uh, and that is something that those that are over age 65, it can work really well to reduce exposure. But I'll tell you, those guys, when they've done it their whole life, they they like being in the market. They're oh, okay. they're, it. It's hard to talk about it. 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 It's tough. But you really have to stop and think, do I really need to take this risk? And I can tell you, you can get a really good reasonable return, four, five, six, seven, eight percent by having money off the table and other types of strategies that can do really well. And I, I tell, I tell again, it's my buddy Vic. He's an awesome guy. I absolutely love him. And if he's listening, you know, Vic, you got to put me in the will soon, man. And you're not getting <laughs> any younger. Um, but I'm like, just keep 10% out. You can take 10% and play with that. Sure. And you'll still be able to check your stocks. and you st- But get the bulk of that somewhere safe because, you know, who knows if there's a market crash, 
God forbid, I don't want this guy losing his, his life savings, which will eventually be my life savings. Hopefully. <laughs> Just kidding, Vic. Uh, David Nicholas joining us in studio, uh, president and founder of Nicholas Wealth Management, a full-service investment and financial firm here in Atlanta, and uh, the newest addition to the WSB Talk lineup, Saturday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. I, that used to be my old slot, by the way. So really? take care of Big it, Big shoes to fill, Yeah, take, wow. take care of my wow. old slot. I had a lot of fun. I never gave financial advice, which is a good thing, uh, from 8 to 9 p.m., but I gave a lot of food advice and love advice and traffic <laughs> advice so um you mentioned uh, this is what i think is great about your show um you, you're going to bring in socio-economic and political factors into your analysis of of the stock market um including what the fed's doing now yep so yep. how how is what the fed is doing first off tell the listeners what the fed is doing yep. and how that's going to impact our pocketbooks Absolutely. So Janet Yellen, Fed chairman, came out this week and essentially said that they were going to keep interest rates steady where they are now. Uh, I'll put that into context. Last year, Janet Yellen came out and said, look, over the next, in 2016, over the next year, we're going to raise rates at least four times throughout 2016. And I'll tell you why that's important. Because if the Feds are at the point where they're raising rates, that means the economy is strong. It can support a rising rate environment. Mm -hmm. Well, what happened earlier this week, we're going to talk about it on the show, is Janet Yellen came out and said, look, we're not going to raise rates. So what that says is the feds believe the economy is not strong, not to support a 1% raise, a 0.25% interest rate rise. They're essentially saying the economy can't support that. And I'll tell you, for an investor, what that means is it's almost like having a patient on life support. The doctors have come in and said, you know what, the, the patient is not able to survive on their own. We're going to keep the life support going. What that usually does is it pushes the markets up even higher. That's why you saw this week, if you follow the market, if your friend uh, Vic was yes. uh, following the market, he saw the markets go up this week. Yeah. We're, we're positive for the year now, right? We're or, positive for yeah. the year, which if you would ask me that three weeks ago, we were down almost 10% for the year. So uh, the, having that live support by the feds means the market should do well over the next few months. But here's the problem. When you pull off that life support mark, that's where things start to get uncertain. But that's where in a political year like we are now, the uncertainty with the feds, we, we are going to see more volatility going forward. I mean, it's hard to eliminate that. Obviously, the political season, this is, I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years I've never seen an election cycle like we've seen in campaign 2016 in sand. Uh, you can't you can't make any predictions. You don't know what's going to happen next. Does that political uncertainty have any impact whatsoever on the, the economic situation? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. A lot of people miss this. Uncertainty in general causes market volatility. Mm -hmm. So when you add in the uncertainty of the feds, you add in the uncertainty of who's going to be our next president. Uh, is it going to be a general election? Is it going to a convention? Where are we at? All of that uncertainty causes investors to be a little shy, right, when it comes to investing. So, yeah, I would say that over the summer months, normally the summer months are very, it's thinly traded. You have people on summer vacation. Sure, they're not sure. worrying about it. They're all in the Hamptons. They're all in the Hamptons, yeah. right, hanging out. The, uh, but when we get back September, October, right before the elections is usually when activity picks up. So if we don't have a a firm footing on who's going to be the nominee on either on mainly the Republican side. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to see continued volatility going into September. October I don't want to put year. you on a spot politically, and you yeah. can you can defer to or you know not answer this question. Wall Street is is Wall Street rooting for a Hillary Clinton presidency? Or a Republican presidency? Yeah, you know, they actually have numbers that, that you can bet on on uh, which candidate. Uh, I'll tell you, I think Wall Street, historically, they want to have a, a candidate that's going to be able to get legislation done that's going to benefit them. Okay? okay, so in this cycle, we have a Republican-controlled House and Senate, 
which means having a Republican president would allow legislation to get through. So I think Wall Street in this cycle is leaning towards a Republican candidate, but that hasn't always been the case. I mean, it, it's uh, if we if the Republicans lose the Senate and the House, they would much rather have a Democratic presidential candidate in there that can get things done and help legislate. Look at that. That's genius. You even answered that question. I'm used to politicians not answering questions. <laughs> and David Nicholas answered those questions. And um, before we go to break, real quick, um, your show, uh, 8 to 9, will you be... Uh, interacting with listeners, will you be you know answering questions, emails, twitters, whatever? Yeah, so uh, we'll be we'll taking email questions. Uh, we are going to be taking callers uh, over the next coming months. Uh, th- so the biggest thing is though that we want to be able to answer our callers' questions. We want to be able to see what interests they're looking out and be able to answer those. But also, we're going to have candidates on that are running for office. We're oh, going to wow. have uh, CEOs of corporations on to talk about financial markets. It, you know, we're really excited, really looking forward to it. So we hope that you all will tune in and we. We'd love to answer any questions that you have. All right. Have. Can you hang out one more second? Oh, absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. David Nicholas in studio, president and founder of Nicholas Wealth Management, a full-service investment and financial planning firm in Atlanta, and the newest member of the WSB Talk lineup Saturdays, 8 to 9 p.m. We'll be right back. This is The Mark Aram Show on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show in studio. David Nicholas from Nicholas Wealth Management. He'll be on this very radio station starting tomorrow night, 8 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday night. Um, I got to ask you this question. You know, you're, you're a financial guy, you're a Wall Street guy. Have you been watching Billions on Showtime? You know, I haven't, actually. Oh, my goodness. Danzy, have you been watching that show? Oh, my God. We're, we're missing out. Oh, my what? It's well. Let's let's just say it. it it's a great show. Okay. This and isn't it's the Bernie Madoff show. show, is it? That's no, staring. no. Okay, this okay. is a show. It stars uh, Paul Giamatti and the the redheaded guy from uh, Homeland, and he was in Band of Brothers. Anyway, the redheaded guy is this multi billion dollar hedge fund trader on uh, Wall Street. Yeah. And it's a fictional show. It doesn't paint the financial industry in the best light, but I'm it's amazing. It is such a good show. Yeah. That's your homework assignment done, uh, for this done. week. You Billions. get it. Right. Showtime. I'll give you I'll give you my Showtime password. I'll let you, you watch it. You're sweet. Yeah, you're I'm, the wrong I'm a good dude. Like, hey, you're, you're going to make me retire guy. in five really years. Are. It's the least I can do is <laughs> give you my Showtime password. All right, so uh, folks want to learn more about you, sure. what you do, your show. How can we get in touch with you? Absolutely. Our, our website you can go to is nicholaswealth.com. That's Nicholas, like uh, like St. Nicholas, right? Santa. Nicholaswealth, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S wealth.com uh, got a lot of info on our website we're going to put show clips up on our site so if you missed the show you want to get a, uh, a recap of the show we'll have those up as well but that'll be the best way to keep up with what we're doing is really check out our website nicholaswealth.com well listen David best of luck as long as you don't steal my time slot I'm rooting for a very <laughs> successful talk career and I certainly wish you well uh, managing my portfolio going forward Mark thanks so much man appreciate your time and we're looking forward to it All right, I'll be listening tomorrow night 8 to 9 p.m. Is it, we call it the David Nicholas Show? Do we have a name for this thing? What are we doing? You know, uh, I love the David Nicholas, but protecting your retirement with David Nicholas. Protect your time? Uh, Protecting your retirement with David Nicholas. Oh, protecting your retirement, which is exactly what I need him to do. Fantastic. Beautiful. Marketing team. Good job. All right. Thanks again, David. Uh, Coming up, news, weather, and traffic. And then after the break, the voice of Lois from Family Guy, Alex Borstein, will join us on the program. Stick around. More to come. This is The Mark Aram Show. Yeah.